0: what's up everybody i'm excited to be here um man yeah 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 we got a lot to talk about today i didn't know if we were gonna have a lot to talk about this show is however that show the scope welcome in everybody and uh, it's gonna be extra shitty today because it's just me by myself but there's some stuff i definitely want to talk about uh sorry for missing the uh show on monday is when i usually try to do this yeah yeah mondays and i missed you i was actually on a fishing trip with my family. And it was a lot of fun we actually caught a lot of fish it was a pretty good time uh hung out had some good food and uh was out on the water i got a little sun i didn't touch a lot of grass but i, I did technically touch some water uh so so that was a pretty good time i'm also trying something a little interesting um for those of you who are regular viewers of the show know that about this time my wife gets home from work and uh the dogs start to bark but this time i turned on rtx voice so maybe it will cut out the dog barking also i think i tested it earlier and i can actually run my air conditioner in here and stay nice and cool while we talk and you guys won't be able to hear it so i think it's going to be great going to test that out and then guys you guys yes later on in the week uh i'm going to or excuse me later on in this show i'm going to announce who next week's guest is going to be and it's going to be fucking awesome i'm so excited for next week and we're going to we're going to try to get back on the monday train next week so we're only a few days away from the next episode uh so a little bit later on i think uh t- towards the end of it uh we'll uh go ahead and uh, announce who the guest is going to be and then we'll uh, we'll tweet it out tomorrow and stuff like that but i am i am incredibly incredibly excited about that so As far as the show today, um, yeah, we're gonna talk about the EA earnings call. Oh, again, real quick. Shout out to the podcast listener. I appreciate you out there doing whatever it is you do. We all love you over here on YouTube. Podcast listener, shout out. So anyway, guys, yeah, this show is a podcast if you prefer audio only. And then again, also the VODs live over on the scope YouTube channel that is located down below in the thing with the deal. Today, we are going to talk about, I'm gonna turn on my air conditioner and see what happens. Um, Today, we are going to talk about uh, EA earnings call, Modern Warfare 2, a few of the rumors and stuff leading up to the reveal, which is potentially, allegedly, possibly uh, June 8th. And then we're gonna talk about a really weird update to Tarkov and uh it's its uh effect on RMTs as well as if it had any residual effects on normal players, Battle Bit Remastered, and then Quick Shot's gonna talk a little bit about Arma and the road to Vostok towards the end. And then, yeah, somewhere in there, uh, when I think we have about the most viewers that we're gonna have in here at once, we'll probably talk about uh who's going to be our guest next Monday. I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be a ton of fun. And hopefully you guys can't hear my air conditioner. The magic of AI, right? So Let's go ahead and get right into it. I hope I have everything pulled up. Again, my production team is pretty shitty, uh, but we do what we can around here. Why is the, why is the chat not working? That's what everybody wants to know. Anyway, somebody say something in chat and see if it pops up. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the EA earnings call. And I did a little video that kind of, uh, more or less summarized my thoughts and things on what was going on uh, with the earnings call. But I wanted to to react to it a little bit more now that I've had some time to think about it and uh, get into it just a little bit and uh, process it. And hear from some other people on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, overall guys, I thought it was absolutely, oh, it's working, nice. That's working guys, we're gonna be okay. I thought it was absolutely incredible that Andrew Wilson and I can't remember the name of the new CFO, but any of their prepared remarks, none of them mentioned Battlefield. They did not talk about Battlefield. They did not mention 2042. Um, I have right now the transcript pulled up on my screen on the YouTube screen. Sorry, podcaster. Um, but they you can you can hit control F and search this document and they did not say 2042-1 single time which i thought was absolutely wild that they didn't even talk about one of their supposedly flagship ips it wasn't mentioned at all honestly and i mean even deeper than that like it it kind of says something uh, on how much i've kind of checked out from battlefield i've always uh since i started my channel i mean over a year ago now i i didn't even I, I always hit up these earnings calls. I always listened to them. I always took notes and I always gave you guys like a quick rundown afterwards of everything going on because, um, yeah, I was just interested to see if there was more. I knew you guys like it. I knew the, like 99% of these calls are incredibly, terribly, awfully boring and uh, push you to sleep. And I wanted to save you guys from that. So I listened to them and I got back from my trip the other day and realized that there was an earnings call. And I didn't even freaking look at it. I didn't know it was coming. And it just shows like how rough it's been over on YouTube to, to, to talk about Battlefield stuff. Like I haven't even I just kinda just kind of checked out. But we talked about it anyway, and here we are. So like I said, nothing was talked about <laughs> in the entire freaking prepared remarks, dude. It it was insane. Like they didn't say anything about it, and then finally, um, Mario Lou, shout out to this guy, comes in clutch in the questions, and asks this. I I, I highlighted the stuff you guys can see on the screen just to kind of keep keep me on track here. Um, he says, "I know you guys previously previously mentioned you're willing." To kind of invest more into the franchise, discussing Battlefield uh, in the long term, he says, but it has the mindset changed in the past few weeks given the lack of resurgence from the last update. Uh, yeah, so essentially, if you guys didn't know, in the call previous to this, they said, uh, blah, 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 a bunch of speaking about, you know, like uh, buzzwords. We're committed to the franchise in the long run. We see Battlefield growing for years to come. We're reinvesting, blah, 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 all that stuff. So, uh that's what he's referring to and then uh andrew wilson answers uh he says again we're taking the long view here <laughs> i don't think you have a choice bud um and hopefully you guys let me know in chat if you can hear my uh air conditioner whining very much so hopefully rtx voice has us covered it should i tested it earlier but you have to let me know um he said, uh, "It's a really important part of our portfolio for many, many years to come." Which I find that to be honestly an interest, a pretty interesting statement because they talked about in the last earnings call how Battlefield was actually such a such a tiny part of their portfolio, which I, I thought was crazy. Um, I can't remember the exact percent, but it was it was astonishingly astonishingly low. Um, and then he says, "There," this statement kind of got me and it bummed me out. I don't know. We'll see. Let me, let me, let me read it out. And then we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. You, you, I guess you'll get what I what I'm saying. It says they're rethinking the development process from the ground up and really using kind of the Vince Zampella slash respawn model of, how does he say that using kind of the Vince Zampella respawn model of get to the fun as quickly as possible. Okay. So it's the respawn model of get to the fun as quickly as possible and Vince Zampella. So I know all of you uh, already know Vince Pella Respawn uh, started Titanfall, Apex Legends, and all of this, all of this talk and stuff. And then if you look at the breakdowns, EA would legit be so hosed, they would be so screwed if they didn't have Apex Legends uh, for, for their FPS, to be honest with you. Um, we talked about, they said live services, it was astonishingly like 71% of their their net bookings uh so that's that's just an insane number we know most of that comes from games like fifa and apex legends um so what this made me think of is battlefields i feel like battlefields as we knew them or know them are are essentially gone um like they are with vince's oh man they're saying the Vince Pella model. So is it going to be like Apex? Is it going to be closer to Call of Duty Modern Warfare? Uh, when I think get to the fun as quickly as possible, I think like low skill ceiling, low skill gap, accessible, easy to play games. And Battlefield has been kind of close to that. It's still, it's still considered an arcade shooter by, by me and by many. But I, I just wish that would have said, we're thinking from the ground up, Going back to our roots and using the Battlefield 1, or the, excuse me, the Battlefield 3, 4, and 1 model of Get to the Fun and the sandbox feel of that, rather than saying we're going to do something Vincent. And you could say, you could argue, you know, Vincent Pella hasn't really taken an L. Uh, the games are that he's made and Respawn have made have been generally successful. Uh, some of the Titan Falls weren't due to some, some like marketing timing and, and stuff like that. But uh, it could be argued that he hasn't really had a miss. But at the same time, is Vince Napella just gonna go around and make all the shooters into a fast twitchy Call of Duty Titanfall Apex style of shooter? Maybe, I, I mean, a lot of people are excited that, that Vince is, is on the case and fixing this stuff. And I, I just hope, I hope we get a good battlefield and not a, a battlefield that resembles uh, an Apex Legends or, or a Titanfall or Modern Warfare. Um, yeah, that's all I guess I'll say about that. I was just, I'm not as positive on that statement. I'm not as positive on that statement as a lot of people are, uh, to be honest. Uh, hopefully we don't get cookie cutter, crouch spamming,
1: slide canceling, bee hopping Call of Duty. Um, and then he goes on to say, hold on, I need more coffee. He goes
0: on to say, that, Uh, They've been doing thousands of updates for the community, working on quality of life and really getting the core game right. Cool, so they're, yeah, woo. I think there's still more work for us to do here and the team is committed to doing that work for the community. So that's good, I mean, this is what we've known, this goes along with what we've all felt, thought is gonna go on with the game, that they're gonna continue to try to get it into a playable state, state that people don't hate so hopefully they can get there and then he says this 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 left me a lot more questions um than answers in this last little bit here he said then once so they're saying he's saying once they get the core game up to snuff where they think it should
1: be he says then you should expect us to invest and grow beyond where the game is at today what does that mean i don't know
0: that's a great question what does it mean that you should expect us to invest and grow beyond where the game is at. So they're gonna invest more into the game once it's playable and it's gonna grow beyond where it is. I don't know. We do know that former Halo developer Marcus Leto is starting a studio in Seattle that is working on quote unquote, open world, single player game, comma, Battlefield. So they're working on some kind of story game in the Battlefield universe. (laughs) <laughs> uh is it going to be about origin sort of specialists so you guys know that in like uh the black ops series later on and i think it was black ops 4 they kind of did some origin stories to the specialists are they going to do that with like angel and mckay and those annoying characters are they going to double down on specialists and do stories about that possibly but no guys uh overall the the earnings call i thought was just a little bit odd because they did again they didn't talk about battlefield 2042 at all in the prepared remarks it's such a small part of their net bookings a part of their revenue their profits um and then they're saying they're rethinking the development process from the ground up and using the Vince pelo model of get to the fun as quickly as possible so i don't know guys I don't know. I wish I wish they would have said that they're they're using, like I said, the historical battlefield formula that that we all fell in love with when we fell in love with the franchise. That That's what I was hoping for. Uh, but they didn't say it. So that's pretty much it. Um, as far as it co- as far as it goes uh, with that stuff, um, the. Uh, the earnings call was just. It was just weird. Oh, and then uh, towards the end. They did, or excuse me, in the slides, they talked about uh, shooters coming down the pipeline. Or, no, excuse me, games. Sorry, I'm thinking shooters. Sorry, sorry. They were thinking about uh, or talking about games that were going to release in the next year, and none of them were really shooters. It was talking about the new Star Wars, which we now know uh, is going to be called the Jedi. Instead of Jedi Fallen Order, uh, it's going to be Jedi Survivor. Um, So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, We got the name of that. And then also uh, oh. ah, shoot, there's the the dead space remake was on there. And then uh, another IP, I think they're referring to skate for probably guys. Thank you so much for eight likes on YouTube. I super, super appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that pretty much covers it. That's everything from the, uh, from the earnings call. Let's move on just a little bit. And then, yeah, guys, uh, for those of you new here, we're going to announce here in a little bit, probably, probably pretty soon. Um, I think probably after we talk about the Tarkov crackdown, uh, we'll probably announce next week's guest. I'm super, super, super freaking excited. Super excited. So uh as it sits now, there is a pretty decent chance that Modern Warfare Roman numeral two is uh going to be released on revealed, not released, revealed on uh on June 8th. So Let's go ahead and pull that up. Come on, production team, get your shit together. Um, so yeah, here is the tweet from Jeff Grubb. I'll try to zoom in on that so you guys can see or can I click on this so you can see it better? Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, so we can see uh a little bit about what Jeff Grubb's heard about Industry Insider. And we see that he's added to his list of things instead, I mean, so most of us are Star Wars fans, so May 26th to 29th is gonna be a Star Wars celebration, and the new game is gonna be Jedi Survivor, is going to be the name of the Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Uh, but then he says of interest to us as first person shooter fans, he says that early June will be a Call of Duty event, and then uh, Summer Game Fest starts on June 9th. I kinda want, I'm thinking about co-streaming if I'm, I'm not sure when it falls or what time, if I'll be at work or not, or what day that is. But I, I kinda want to stream the Summer Games Fest co-stream and just hang out with you guys and have a drink and talk about what we see and stuff like that. I think that'd be pretty fun. So that's something if you guys are interested in, let me know. I might I might do a co-stream of the Summer Games Fest and so we can just hang out. Um and then June 9th day of the devs, but like, if there's anything june 12th future game show occasionally in these things there's not a lot of stuff going on um he did say the dead space gameplay reveals in october i guess that's of of note for sure august Gamescom, hopefully that goes through uh without a without a hitch um the pc game show and the future game show uh we did see bethesda has delayed um red star whatever their two games they were working on those got delayed um Uh, but essentially yeah things of note for us call of duty event early june perhaps summer game fest might show reveal trailer i think that's happened in the past if i remember right with modern warfare 2019 so i think it kind of is feeling like they're on that cadence that they were with modern warfare 2019 of early june we're going to get a reveal and then later through the summer possibly a beta and then kind of more of that early fall release october november window is probably what we can expect but i'm really curious to see uh, what they do with Warzone 2, If that's going to come out right at launch with the with the next Modern Warfare, or if that's going to go again like they did with the first Warzone and release a couple months later, like January, February, or something like that, that's going to be that's going to be really interesting uh, to 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 find out if that's how that's going to go. So after Jeff Grubb tweeted this, friend of the channel, shout out Tom Henderson, uh, tweeted this gif of a of a man. I will describe it to you for the podcast listener. I, I appreciate you. Uh, is a, a, a magician pulling a rabbit out of his hat with a day of eight. So they said, uh, and this is in response to a Charlie Intel uh, tweet where he says, Jeff Grubb, who we just talked about, has a list of upcoming reveals and states that it could happen the week of June 6th. Tom Henderson, quote, drops a number, says it's going to be June 8th. So there you go. That is where we think that Modern Warfare is going to drop somewhere in that range. Um, June 8th. What is that day? June 8th is a Wednesday. Interesting. And then the Thursday is Summer Games Fest. So, yeah, that time frame is what we're going to be looking for. As far as what I expect from Modern Warfare, I guys, I, I really don't know um i think honestly if, if you relate it to battlefield you know another another triple a like first person shooter I, I think it's going to do do all over <laughs> i think it's going to do do all over battlefield to be honest with you um unfortunately and then um dmz is going to be very interesting with the you know the popularity of tarkov extraction type game modes is that going to be something that happens i don't know what what, if, what you guys think of that I don't know if they're going to go through with it. I don't know if they need it, if they need a DMZ type game mode, like a Tarkov light or something like that. It doesn't make, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I think Warzone two is going to be absolutely massive. Um, modern warfare, the campaign for Roman numeral two could be pretty good. I didn't hate, uh, the campaign in, uh, in modern warfare 2019. I thought it was pretty cool. It's one of the few campaigns I've actually made it through. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so June 8th, we'll keep an eye out for it. We might do a stream. Uh, if they do a reveal, we might do a co-stream. And then if we think, if it gets closer and it sounds like it might be a summer games fest, uh, we might co-stream and talk about it live here um, as it goes on. I think that would actually be that would actually be pretty fun. But again, as I've said on this channel before, I'm moderately excited for Modern Warfare 2. Um, I really hope to get, like I said, I want to get a crew, crew of gunners to uh to play some search and destroy. I think that would be that would be a lot of fun and a good time. So we, we might try to pull something like that together. Um so yeah we got to keep an eye out. Things are happening with Call of Duty. I know it, we've kind of talked about it like over and over and ad nauseum on the channel uh through the through the episodes but now we're some dates are coming out when we get some uh official official reveal information. Um so yeah what's up Rick? You're down? All right cool man I'll mark it down on the team. Um so no it'll be cool. It'll be cool. There's been some uh some a little bit of information about you know they think that it's going to the it's going to revolve around uh fighting drug cult- cartels in Colombia as well as like the the map for Warzone 2 will be uh located down there and uh stuff like that there's definitely some rumors going around and then I did a video. I did a super crazy down the rabbit hole video um, about, cause actually when they did the logo reveal, I don't know if you guys saw this, not too many people watched that video. Um, there was a, uh, there were hidden, hidden coordinates, actually in that,
1: uh, <laughs> there were hidden coordinates, no lie, in that reveal and they led to Singapore. So I thought that was actually pretty crazy. So I talked about that in a video.
0: Not many people saw it, but it would be, it would be interesting. So there's there's a little bit of uh conflicting information there on where the setting is. Um but I don't think it matters too much, but I don't know, it's just fun to talk about. Um let's see. So the next thing I want to talk about, this is interesting guys. We we might this, this thing is this is actually pretty crazy. So we're going to talk about what Tarkov did today and um Maybe some of you guys are on console and you don't play Tarkov. I still think this is relevant to you as these type of game modes, uh, this extraction style looter shooter becomes more popular. So will RMTs. Crash, what's an RMT? All right, I'm gonna tell you. An RMT is a real, wait, shit. Is it real money transaction or real money trade or real money transfer? I think it's real money transfer. I think in my opinion, it should be real money transaction, but I think it's real money transfer. Sorry. This is a terrible show. This is horrible. Um. So yeah, essentially what happens and I, I might try to pull it up for the, for the YouTube viewers. If you guys are down, let me, let me just do a quick search for it really quick. Um. But essentially what a, what a real money transfer is and why I think these could become more and more of a problem. If this game mode becomes more popular, what it is is uh, people can actually go online And pay someone for certain things in a game like Tarkov and then they will go into a raid with you They'll team up with you in a raid and drop you those items. It's horrible. Why is it horrible? Well, it's against TOS because it's not fair to the rest of us who are playing it normally Uh, But at the same time um, it's also leads to a lot of cheaters because how people get the stuff to sell with RMTs are from cheating so that's where all the, a lot of the cheaters in Tarkov come from and that's why Tarkov is so unique when it comes to cheaters is in a, in a lot of games I actually I actually met met a cheater in Rainbow Six on my Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash crash8. On my Twitch stream the other night, we played a game with a cheater, a random cheater was on our team and he was talking about, he just admitted to it. He's like, dude, I'm, I'm cheating. I think it's really fun. I think it's funny when people get mad. Just your absolute, you know, your normal run of the mill piece of shit, like a trash human, just trying to ruin the experience for everybody. Tarkov is different because cheating and this could happen. And I hope developers that are coming out with games that are like this that that rely so heavily on rare loot and the rarity of things are thinking about this is with tarkov cheating can be profitable with real world money like you can actually cheat and make real money being a piece of shit and cheating in this game because you can so what will happen is sometimes cheaters do different things so there's different kinds of cheats in tarkov um some of them are uh just where they'll kill the entire lobby so they'll like float above the map or they'll do their ricochet cheats where they'll just kill the entire lobby and they'll just collect everything. A lot of cheaters. It's so weird. It's it. It really is incredibly unique when it comes to video games because a lot of cheaters are, are kind of blatant with it. You can tell in kill cams and cotton and rainbow. Like if someone's cheating, you can really see it. But in Tarkov, a lot of cheaters also are really low key. They're what I like to call closet cheaters. Like because if you think about it, so if you kind of put your mind in that idiot's. Headspace if you can do that They don't want to get caught because they're making actual money So they'll really only use uh, some of them will only use their cheats if necessary So that's why you see a lot of them in high loot areas reserve labs Mainly labs is where the best loot is and key cards and stuff like that So cheaters will go in there and they'll only you know use their cheats if necessary. So there's a lot of closet cheaters essentially overall what I'm trying to get at is Tarkov is incredibly unique when it comes to cheaters because they can make real money. It's profitable. So you have people that are anytime you have humans and money, people are going to get really good at it and they're going to figure it out. So, uh, Battlestate Games has went ahead and tried to take that on. So I pulled up what you guys can see here. You can actually go and I, I most people don't want to show this because they don't, want to draw attention to it i think you guys are smarter than that i give you more credit than that just for your knowledge this is what it looks like over on ebay if you type in escape from tarkov you can buy a bitcoin you can buy rubles you can buy a lab key cards you can buy meta loadouts uh you can have them take you into a lobby and clear it out so you pay these people real money they team up with you in the game and they do this stuff for you again like i said I've incredibly worried about this becoming a wider issue in games like DMZ, in games like Marauders, in games like the Cycle Frontier. Um, Yeah, this is a whole new level of asshole that's doing this stuff. So Battlestate Games is trying something that has really kind of almost, It seems like everything they've done lately has really been splintering their player base. I watch people fight on Twitter. Um, I don't get that fired up about it. I'm just kind of along for the ride uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, But what they did was they made a lot of the items um, in the game, if you take them in with you, if they're not found in raid and you try to drop them, it'll just delete them. So they're really going after uh these RMTers, these rmt cheaters uh by doing that they're making it to where so like you guys just saw on that youtube except for mr podcast listener i'm really sorry um for those of you guys on youtube you saw the like the top listing on ebay is like you could buy a bitcoin in game and they'll come in and they'll drop you the bitcoin whatever and they'll help you get out well what will happen now is whatever items that aren't guns armor like your kit items, guns and armor mainly, uh headsets, stuff like that. A lot of the barter items, the more expensive items, if you bring those in, they're not marked as found in raid. So you bring those in. If you drop them, if you drop your backpack containing them, if you drop anything, if they leave your person, they get deleted. So now RM tiers are no longer able to sell a bitcoin in that manner. They can't take you into the raid and drop it for you. It's gonna delete it. So it's a little weird. Um Honestly, uh, people are upset because it it can also affect, you know, normal players, players doing it, doing it the right way. Um, I don't personally, I don't think it'll affect me very much when I play Tarkov. The only time it'll be a little bit frustrating and definitely could be frustrating is if you want to drop your buddy a key. So especially early wipe, if there's, there's keys that you need to use to get in certain rooms and then once you do the quest, you don't need them anymore. Well, you can give those to a friend so they can go do it um that's not going to be possible anymore uh but other than that i don't honestly think it's going to affect um how i play the game very much a lot of people are upset about it um the one person i think is incredibly uh uh affected by this is uh, i don't know if you guys have ever seen that friendly guy but this guy is (laughs) he's awesome to watch it's so interesting so with with the with the with the inclusion of voip in the game of proximity chat This guy goes around and doesn't shoot anyone. So he has played, he's progressed almost all the way through the game without killing anyone against their will sometimes if he has to do like a kill quest for a trader trader to progress he will talk to the people he'll give them something in return and there'll be consensual kills so he made it like all the way through the game with only consensual kills and he doesn't shoot anyone unless he absolutely has to so you know 99% of the time he's not shooting anybody and if people cooperate and are nice to him He'll drop him really good loot he'll drop him like bitcoins or ophthalmoscopes or rare loot items and he won't be able to do that anymore so that's going to be rough for him that's <laughs> that's honestly who i thought about it's really interesting how he plays the game um and that's going to really hurt the content for him and stuff like that so that's that's who i was bummed out for the most um honestly i don't think battle state games uh geeks a uh friend of the channel was talking about this on his stream today and it it makes sense. I don't think Battle State games would do something this drastic without a little bit of uh oh, like like, uh, what am I trying to think of? like they, they have that data and data and statistics to show that, you know, that is going to have an effect, and they think it's going to help. Also, in the past, they have introduced things and they've rolled it back. so technically, this is still a beta, and so it is possible that they're gonna definitely try something out and it doesn't work, and they might roll it back. So um, that's that's definitely a possibility. So I'm not getting my panties in a wad about it yet. Um, but hopefully, I mean, if it can cut down cheaters like 10%, it's worth it. I hate cheaters so much. Um, and then the other thing people are saying about it, so there is, um, it'd be bad journalism, all right, if we didn't talk about the other side. So some people are also saying, we don't want to be bad journalists around here. Um, there is people that say, so the other type of boosting of RMTs are people will like Sherpa you or take cheaters will take you into the lobby and they'll just escort you around and make sure you don't die. So, or they'll just pop in and wipe the entire lobby for you. So then you can do whatever. So people are worried that it might feel like there's more cheaters because there's not going to be as many RMTs coming in and dropping loot. Now, the only way they're gonna be able to make money is if they come in and wipe the servers. So we might experience more cheaters is, is kind of what they're saying. So that that's an issue that people are talking about. I'm not so sure, I don't know. It doesn't seem, from what people have said and research and things like that, it doesn't seem like they make as much money doing that. So possibly, I don't know. I'm just gonna have to see, have to see what happens. Um. Yeah. So I thought that was, uh, something interesting to talk about as we see more and more of those looter shooter games. Um, and then the next thing I wanted to talk about, as you guys can see, is a little bit about battle bit remastered. I know some of you guys have played this, which I'm a little bit jealous of that. I didn't get in on it. I don't know why I didn't get on it. Honestly, I think like a lot of people, uh, the graphics kind of turned me off just a little bit from it. Um, but yeah, I didn't play it too much, I guess mainly for that reason. Uh, but it's kind of come to my attention after the fact, people have been talking about it a lot, that it's actually plays re- really well. The scopes are clean, the optics look really good, there's ballistics. And um, honestly, it it just... It's an interesting game. And I, I want I wanna talk a little bit about why I think it's so interesting. Holy crap, there's a giant wasp on my window. I really hope it's on the outside of the window or it could get a little Western and okay. He's on the outside. A, there was a massive wasp on my wasp on my window. did Um, no, anyway, sorry. <laughs> so with battle bit remastered, why I think it, it's so interesting is it, it does a lot of stuff. Well, from what I've heard, and I, I hope they open it up to play to play again, uh, a little bit, uh, like in the playtest soon, I hope they can reopen again soon. I want to try it out because essentially it's it's such an interesting paradigm shift in gaming, and what I mean by that is a lot of video games, including one of the reasons I started playing Battlefield is like the look of realism, the the really good graphics, uh, the immersion that comes along with that. But instead of looking at that, what's interesting is Battlebit is looking at everything else essentially and and there's some positives to that so the positives are anyone can play it you can run this thing on a toaster man you could probably play the thing on an ipad like with the, with the low poly and low graphics so anyone will be able to play it um and we found out you know how bad on optimization can feel with battlefield 2042. i would argue battlefield 5 is like the perfect the perfect uh sweet spot of realism and frames frame rates and optimization battlefield 5 looks great and it runs great on my machine. So I would say it can be done. But the things that, that BattleBit does that are interesting is, it, so first off, it it runs on any machine. It allows them to focus on other things. Destruction is crazy. It's so easy to do compared to other games. I'm not saying it's easy on its standalone. I'm not saying that. Um, any kind of game development is obviously hard, um, but it, it's easier than if you have like a, a, a crazy, intricate engine to work with, like Frostbite. Um, it it allows destruction to be good. It allows maps to be built faster. Um, and just, there's a lot of stuff to it. So this game has stuff like dragging your friendlies behind cover, like Battlefield's been supposed to have for years now, but never got. Um, it has a server browser, pretty exciting. And uh, yeah, so it's something that I'm interested in. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people in the Tarkov Unique Geeks, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of clean. He's a, he's a a content creator that generally plays uh, Tarkov. Uh, They are excited about this game. A lot of people are excited about this game and some people think it's going to be really big just because the inclusivity of uh, being able to run it on almost any machine. So I just think it's, it's going to be really cool. We're definitely going to keep our eyes on it around here. Um, Yeah, it's going to be really cool to see what they do with it because it is, it's just, it's, it's such an interesting paradigm shift. So BattleBit Remastered is something that uh, I, I definitely want to play. And that's a ton, like you just saw on the screen there, unless you're the podcast listener. Uh, what you saw on the screen there is there's a lot of, uh, of actual weapon customization in it, too. It, it essentially has
1: everything except the realism. Look, it still has ballistics and the scopes are awesome. And stuff like that. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, these are Quick
0: Shots. Again, guys, short episode this week. Way, way better episode next week, I promise, on Monday. Um, Arma and The Road to Vostok. And I know I've talked about The Road to Vostok just a little bit. Arma kind of came out of nowhere today. Now, I haven't played Arma. I've watched people play Arma, uh, but I myself haven't really played it very much. So you guys have to fill me in if you have played it. Uh, But what they did is they essentially announced today that they're going to (laughs) have, they announced an announcement. Ever heard of that before battlefield? Um, They said that uh, on May 17th, they're going to do a stream and uh, talk about what is next with the future of Arma. So maybe they're announcing expansion. Maybe they're announcing an engine upgrade. Maybe they're announcing a new game. Maybe they're announcing, you know, there's a lot uh, of stuff that could go on with this. So I know it's interesting. I know Arma is a big deal. Um, I definitely need to try. It. I definitely need to play it. I do need to play it. Um, I could see it being really cool. I really enjoyed. Uh, I really had some awesome moments when I played games like that. Games like squad uh, and insurgency. So I, I definitely want to try it, but just, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, five days away. Something could come out uh, with Arma. So that's something to keep on. That was a quick shot. Pew, pew, pew. That's my sound effect. And the other game, I don't know if you guys have been, we've talked about this um, a, a little bit in the past, is the road to Vostok. And this is interesting because it is being developed uh, by a single person. And uh, he's just he's just absolutely staying on top of stuff uh, when it comes to the development. He, he's posting videos on it uh, like every month, like a monthly update. So this month you can see he added a dynamic sky. Uh, the graphics for the podcast listener are, are really Tarkov or stalker esque. Um, they look like that. Um, he added the new weapon, the Remington 870. Um, 70 prone position and breathing control. So he added proning uh, there's crawling. And as he crawls, the grass lays over um, just looks like a really cool game. Like the, the aesthetics and the, the graphics of it are insane, especially for a single developer. Uh, really cool. It's, and this is definitely another one to keep our eyes on uh they added arm stamina so so tarkov has that like the longer you hold your gun up the longer you hold your weapon you start to lose uh some of that they added a tent a mini french is just showing some of the assets that they've added into the game um and stuff like that but yeah the, the the like my overall opinion of it is it's really cool like the the vibe of it is amazing uh i think it's really cool it's a smart smart idea for for a single person developer to go in on a uh, to go in on like a uh make it single player so you don't have all that extra stuff that entails or that comes along with a with being multiplayer there's a lot of extra back-end stuff you have to do and server costs and stuff like that uh this eliminates that so i think that's really smart uh to come up well you know when he's talking about the scope of the project to keep that single player um that makes a lot of sense it's procedural weapon wear looks really cool so they showed like a time lapse of your weapon um as it gets like rusty and and wears down there's a placement system where you can move stuff around in possibly potentially your hideout or stuff like that i don't know uh but yeah i just think it's something to keep your eye out if you guys want to subscribe to the youtube channel so uh so if you start uh looking at that go to if you just go to youtube and search road to vostok uh V O S T O K uh you get his channel will pop up and you you can just subscribe to that and stay tuned when they when he posts monthly updates so um i i think that's it's pretty pretty darn cool to watch it you know as it progresses and uh as he's working on it um and then uh yeah velvet says in chat this is true i did see this today um that uh, our creators is starting uh external test sessions soon um so that's really cool that's we're keeping our eye very very affixed uh to uh to embark studios um i don't know if you guys are familiar with what they got going on but they are a uh they're a lot of former dice developers um have went there and um that's what they're working on i think i could pull up Dude, my production team actually tonight is knocking it out of the park. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, There's the trailer on the screen for our creators. Um, Yeah, we're keeping our eye on this one pretty darn close. Um, They're also working on, Embark Studios is also working on a first-person shooter as well, which I'm a little bit more excited about. I'll be honest with you. I'm a first-person guy, but third-person shooters can definitely be fun. And at... (laughs) The graphics look stunning. And if you guys follow Embark Studios on Twitter, they're doing all kinds of stuff with AI animations. Like they they use that to teach like the assets and stuff to walk. They're like talking about, I think tweeted the other day, uh, they showed like a burger uh, walking, like teaching a, a hamburger to walk. So it was kind of crazy, but yeah, they're starting a uh, play tests of this. They also tweeted, they had some people visit their studio and they did a play test session and you can kind of zoom in on the screen and see what they're looking at. It looks really similar to this, but essentially uh, this is a PVE co-op game, third person where it looks like you kind of maybe have a, have a home base and you, it's kind of a hero shooter. Uh it looks like there's different playable characters and uh, you go around and you have to uh, there. I think the, the arc, oh, they had a name, It was essentially the aliens came in and they'll drop on the map and you have to go out and kind of fight them and then you can uh take and loot from what you kill and you can also take alien parts and craft different things so there's a crafting system to it i saw um but but yeah i did that yeah you can see uh on the uh on their twitter too you can see like a screenshot of the playtest too it looks like that map that's in the reveal that i'm playing on the screen right now dude the freaking the the song that they picked for this trailer is so so good after this after we go off the air i'm gonna go like watch this trailer again and jam out to the to the trailer because they played they played a hell of a jam uh the song was perfect and it's got it's got such a cool it's got such a cool vibe to it it's like like stranger things kind of 80s but it's also like futuristic too. Like it's just really cool. I think I think people who are fans of third person shooters are going to really enjoy this uh, PVE. Something you can play with your friends. It's not going to be sweaty, as sweaty it could be. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think there's a there's an audience for this game for sure. And I, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's got a really it's just got a super super cool vibe. Um, the graphics look outstanding. Again, all that stuff can be pre rendered. We'll have to see how it runs. You know, I mean if it's got really cool graphics and then runs at like 10 frames a second, that's cool. But yeah, something to keep an eye out. I'm really I really
1: want to see what they're doing for a first-person shooter too. Um but yeah. Anyway, guys, I think that's
0: about all I had. It's a little bit shorter episode, but guys, let's talk about for those of you who are here still, I appreciate you very much. Let's talk about Monday. So, I just received word today of confirmation of our guest. Next Monday, we are going to be joined by the legendary Big Fry TV. So super, super excited uh, to have him on here Monday. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, essentially first-person shooters, a lot of industry discussion. Uh, Probably I'm going to ask him a little bit about some of the NFT drama he's been in uh, lately, um, as well as he's working on his own game. And, uh stuff like that so I'm I am incredibly incredibly excited uh to have big fry on um on Monday and yeah so we'll probably uh we'll probably post a uh post a teaser not necessarily a teaser but like I'll put I made an announcement video so we'll do an announcement tomorrow on uh Twitter that we're gonna have him on and then if you guys want to share and retweet I would I would really appreciate it because I, I would like it to be uh uh, a pretty banging episode. Um, as we're having, having an awesome guest on, I, I'm so appreciative that he agreed to do that. Um, I've been a big fan of his for a really long time and, uh, yeah, it just says, it says a lot. It says a lot about someone's character. Um, if they're, uh, if they're willing to, uh, to come on a smaller show like this, it's, they're just a good dude. I, I appreciate that a lot that they're willing to come on a smaller show. Um, It took me a long time to work up the courage to ask him. <laughs> I have a hard time asking larger creators to be on the show because it I feel like I feel dirty for like clout chasing. That's not it at all. Honestly, the reason I ask larger creators is because I want to talk to them and I, I want to bring those conversations to my small audience. Um, So, yeah, really cool. Really cool. That big fry on. Uh, he said some really kind things about my content, uh, when I talked to him and yeah, so excited for next Monday. We're only a few days away from another episode. Uh, David Brown says, sorry, miss or Dan missed today's episode. Uh, it was kind of a
1: last minute deal. I, (laughs) I didn't want to, uh, uh, I didn't want to miss
0: a week. Like this, this show has been harder to put together than I thought it would. Uh, having everything ready having the topics researched enough that I can talk about it, scheduling guests, doing the thumbnails, getting the overlays ready every week, but I'm doing it. I'm making myself do a weekly episode. I was out of town Monday. Um, so yeah, that's why, that's why I did it a little bit later and throw it together. Cause I'm, I'm making myself do that. I will, David, I will be posting. I don't know if you're on the scope, uh, the scope channel over on YouTube, but the VOD will be up there either later tonight or tomorrow morning, probably tomorrow morning. Um, This, this, this episode will be on there if you're interested. I think I talked about some cool stuff, Um, but yeah, if there's anything in chat, we'll do this for just a little bit. If there's anything in chat you guys want to talk about or questions or comments, uh, I would love to to chat with you guys for just a little bit before we call it a day. Big Fry says it how it is. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that because I kind of, I feel like I have to, I try to say what comes to my mind and it is, it's cost me. Awesome things when it comes to like EA
1: and dice and stuff like that, but whatever. You're missing out on a lot of tactical FPS. I don't know. I play a lot of, t- I play a decent amount of tactical FPS. I played in the last couple of weeks, I've played, uh, I've played Insurgency Squad. And Tarkov, and Rainbow Six. I mean, those are kind of, kind of tactical. I like them. But yeah, I need to play. Uh, I need to try Zero Hour, and Ready or Not.
0: Velvet says, "Keep up the good work." You're crashing it. (laughs) Thanks, man. I really appreciate the kind words, and and thanks for thanks for hanging out over on Twitch, dude. I really appreciate that. I have a lot of fun on Twitch, just chilling with you guys, and playing games. It's, it's a ton of fun, a ton of fun, but yeah, you guys, you guys heard it here first. Big fry Monday, 5.30 PM central time. So yeah, um, again, if you guys have any questions, uh, David, like you said, I believe it's, you said you have tons of questions for him, uh, please in the scope, uh, channel on discord, put any questions that you guys have, um, over on the discord and I'll, I'll go through them for sure so uh let let me know i would i would like that ground branch as well another tax shooter i've been i've been watching ground branch i've watched people play it and i've watched youtube videos about it for sure uh big updates ready or not in a few days yeah i definitely need to check that out for sure and in either way um i'll definitely talk about it on here uh for sure it's a game that i've been I've been following and I I should give it a go. How often you on Twitch? Almost every night, David. Um, I stream almost every evening. I usually get on between eight and nine central time and stream for a couple hours till about midnight or so. Just hang out, shoot the shit. I usually have my buddies on there and uh, we uh, play. Lately, we've been playing a little bit of Rebirth and mostly Escape from Tarkov and Rainbow Six Siege is what I've been playing in the evenings on Twitch. So yeah, we, we do that direct contact is known if you devs are making it nice. Yeah. I'll check. I need to check all those out. I definitely will drop cues in the discord. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll try to do an announcement. Um, maybe on the scope thing I'll do add everyone in the discord and see if anybody, uh, has any questions or s- s- stuff like that. Cause I want to be, I want to definitely be prepared. Um, I it to go smooth and I, I want it to be, uh, entertaining and insightful. So I, I'm, i'm already nervous for monday uh but yeah hopefully hopefully it goes well i think it'll be a lot of fun yeah guys any other questions or comments or things that are going on out in the first person shooter world i hope uh this episode was a little bit better trying rtx voice uh hopefully you guys didn't hear my dogs bark and you already said you can't hear my uh can't hear my air conditioner so that's really cool I hope Modern Warfare Two is a country real damage. Twenty nineteen had, yeah. I hope I'm with you. I hope they, I hope they expand on what they did with twenty nineteen because that was honestly a huge shift in the franchise with the engine upgrade, uh, the the move towards a little bit more realism. Um, I liked it a lot, especially early twenty nineteen Modern Warfare before they added the crazy some of the crazy stuff. I liked it. Big friend knows his stuff. Congrats on the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate it. I have. <laughs> I have a little bit of, I appreciate that, you guys. I have a
1: little bit of uh, imposter syndrome when it comes to that Uh, because, uh, yeah, I just
0: feel like I'm an ordinary nerd that likes to talk about video games and made a shitty YouTube channel, but uh, I don't feel like I have any business talking to him, Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) <laughs> bring the dog on oh, i would david uh we have two of them and they're actually out right now with my wife uh feeding the horses and they're running around in the pasture going crazy that's why they were barking because she got home uh so yeah i'll have to bring him on sometime uh we have oliver and then the black lab his name is thatcher after the the rainbow six operator how long do you think the era of the hero shooter will last personally burn out on it overwatch 2 Maybe it's death now. <laughs> oh, true. Uh the the first person, the hero shooters are gonna last. I think the era unfortunately is gonna last a long time. I still think uh, you know, other games it, it, battle royales, call of duties, uh Escape from Tarkov, stuff like that still show there is a, a player base that doesn't enjoy that. But I mean when you when you have a game like Apex Legends making insane insane amounts of money uh the microtransactions off of that game are incredible i i think there's going to be a lot of people copying it i think there's going to be a lot of a lot of budget analysts and uh financial planners in these large corporations that are going to continue
1: to push for those um i think hero shooters are going to go on for quite a while i really do bro come on your youtube has over 5,000 subscribers for a reason yeah
0: that was in the that was in the the build up the build up to to battlefield (laughs) is when all that growth happened lately it's been crazy um every single video i lose subscribers it's weird um if i make a like if i make a video about call of duty or tarkov or a different game i lose some subscribers if i make one about battlefield i lose
1: some gain a couple like it's it's weird so weird there will all velvet keyboard says there will always
0: be those players that just want to hop in and just playing our six is fun. If you got to, if you do a lot of homework. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. That's, that's why a lot of those games are so successful, right? Like call of duty. Like you don't have to, you don't have to study the game forever to be decent at it. Like you can hop in and uh, just play with your friends. There's not a lot of brain power. You can relax and it's fun and it has its place and I respect it for sure. For sure. And then, and that's the cool thing about gaming is like it's gotten so big there's like something for everybody and then if you if you want to sweat it out with your homies and try to use your brain and strat and stuff like that then you can play r6 which i think we're going to probably play tonight on the twitch stream uh t- twitch.tv slash crash8 i think we'll probably play over there with twitch tonight maybe have some uh some whiskey play some play some of that not everybody has time to do homework before playing dude i am so thankful i never have to do homework again for the rest of my life being i'll tell you guys being old sucks like growing up for the most part really 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 sucks like um the responsibilities like losing losing your reflexes and your vision everything hurts all the time just like all that stuff um but the one thing the one positive getting old his homework can absolutely piss off. I don't have to do it. When my work is up, when I'm done at work, I'm done. That's it. That's all I'm doing. That's great. That's the great part. That's I try to focus on the good part like that. Uh see a asks, have you seen the Unreal 5 demos yet? Mind blowing stuff. Yes. Uh the first one um I saw I will try to pull up uh so those of you on YouTube still can see what he's talking about. I think it's on here. Um unreal
1: the the matrix one was crazy and then uh i don't see the most recent one where it was the
0: like the the tunnel in the subway dude
1: yeah that was absolutely wild it was so wild Yeah, Unreal Five is gonna be cool, man. I'm I'm hope am hopeful for it. I do miss Rainbow Six Vegas, though. So the customization that was wild, but it feels like a dream now. Yeah, vessel. Um, so many
0: of those old games, and kind of like Battlefield too. Like I don't know, I don't know if we'll ever get something like that back. You know, I feel like, um, in a lot of instances, the uh, the gaming industry is evolving so fast. And they're becoming incredibly, incredibly efficient at making money. And that's what it's about. So so some of those games that we originally at least feels like, I don't know, like the motives behind them and stuff like that, but feel like they were built out of like labors for love, labors of love. Um, and, you know, because the developers generally felt, you know, connected to the game and they want, they felt like it was an art form. It's kind of gone. It feels like they're built around Money making machines so i, I think gaming is definitely a lot different and it's going to be different we just got to find our place in it find what we like and focus on having fun and it'll be all good it'll be all good but yeah guys if that's it i will probably end it thank you guys so much for hanging out i really 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 appreciate it it was a ton of fun uh looks like the episode's is right around an hour which is what i was shooting for uh thanks for hanging out with me on these shitty episodes where it is just me um I super super appreciate it and as I said uh next Monday should be a lot of fun I can't wait to see you guys then um hopefully yeah hopefully it'll be really cool so Monday market calendars 5 30 pm central time this channel big Fry TV will be here and uh yeah should be a lot of fun uh corporal what's up man thanks for thanks for stopping in uh david vessel of amala uh thoris um all of you folks eagle eyes uh mad max uh diabolical zen thank you guys all for being here uh means the world to me be a friend tell a friend i seriously love you all and we will see you in just a couple days hi <laughs> sounds good velvet yeah i'll do catch you guys on if you guys want to hang out longer i don't know why you would but if you do I'll be over on twitch.tv slash crash8 here in a couple hours. Uh, Be playing Siege, having some drinks with the friends. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there. Love you all. Goodbye. Good night. Until next time.